Costco customers are claiming ravens are stealing their groceries in the parking lot. Nike wants nothing to do with the Satan shoes. And a man had a knife lodged in his body for 14 months after being stabbed without realizing it. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News. They're weird. I'm your host. I'm weird. I'm Jonesy. I'm recording in a closet. You're here with me. Yay. Costco customers in Alaska claim the ravens are stealing their groceries in the parking lot. It's like that movie The Birds, except for instead of plucking your eyeballs out of your skull, they pluck the Pop-Tarts out of your bag and fly away. (laughs) Freaky. Let's get down to the bottom of what's going on up in Alaska. I don't know how you people live there. After finishing a shopping trip at the South Anchorage Costco last month, someone named Matthew was packing his purchases into his car. That's when something swooped in and stole a short rib from his cart. A single short rib. Here's a quote from Matthew. I literally took ten steps away and turned around. Two ravens came down and instantly grabbed one out of the package, ripped it off, and just flew off with it. Like, flew off with my short rib. It wasn't a small short rib either, okay? The bird flew off with like a four by seven inch piece of meat. I mean, they know what they're doing. It's not their first time. They're very fat, so, you know, I think they've got this whole system down up here in Alaska. (laughs) Matthew accepted defeat and drove home to make dinner. That's when he noticed that the ravens had pecked one of the other ribs as well. <laughs> I cut the meat out and I started marinating it. And my wife is like, eh, that's gross. We should take it back. You know, Costco actually took it back even after we had started marinating them and got, gave us, you know, a full refund, which is pretty sweet. That's actually very nice of Costco to do that. Now, Matthew thought his experience with the short ribs and the ravens at the Costco parking lot in South Anchorage was isolated, but apparently it was not. He came across a Facebook post by Kimberly. She wrote, My parents were minding their business after a shop and made it home with one less steak. The birds snatched it right out of the pack in the parking lot. It just, it just robbed us of a steak. Somebody else replied to the Facebook post named Tamara. She had a similar experience. I had two ravens, one that was on the car next to me, and he kept squawking really loud. He would sit on the car and stare at me, then he'd hop onto the next the next truck on the one side. He kept he kept going back and forth from the car to the truck. The other raven was on the ground. He kept trying to pull like I had those little mini melons that you have in the mesh baggies. He kept trying to grab and pull the netting and pull my melons right off my car. Now this of course is anecdotal evidence, but if I know Alaska This is happening all over the place. The wildlife up there, they just get involved in your life a little bit too much, don't they? You got moose coming up, blowing a snot rocket on your windshield and then licking it off. I mean, (laughs) they definitely lick the salt, though, right? And I did a story where the the moose are just coming out to lick salt off everybody's cars in Alaska. It's crazy up there. I don't know how you guys do it. Do I have any Alaskan listeners? I do believe I have a couple. I mean, do you have to carry around a shotgun when you go shopping at Costco? I feel like you do. I feel like you must have at least a spear gun on you at all times when you're roaming the Alaskan environment. Is this true or false? By the way, I'd love to visit. Seems like a lovely place, but not in the winter. I would never grow up in the winter. It's just way too cold, man. I don't know how you handle it. Just too much, man. Dangerous crows. It's cold up there. How do you get from Costco to your house without losing some ramen noodles because some raven's a little hungry. Well, 
considering what the Ravens can take from you, you know, a steak isn't so bad. These things can really swoop down and steal your baby. They're huge, especially up there. Nike claims they have nothing to do with the Satan shoes that contain human blood. What could this be? Nike has denied involvement in an announcement by rapper Little Nas X, who says he's going to be releasing custom-made Satan shoes, sneakers, which contain a drop of human blood in each pair. <laughs> oh, boy. The rapper collaborated with a label called MSCHF to create these sneakers. They are modified Nike Air Max 97s, and they feature a pentagram on them and a Bible reference. Luke 10:18. The quote is, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. That's my Bible voice, by the way. It's pretty good. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I think I could get on the pulpit for a little while and hold court. Now, these sneakers are a tie-in with a song and video called Montero, which shows little Nas X gyrating in the devil's lap. Oh, it's giving the devil a lap dance? That seems very sacrilegious. This is a follow-up, by the way, to Jesus Shoes, which again were released by the same streetwear company, MSCHF. The Jesus sneakers contain a drop of holy water. I don't know. Did you guys miss that one? I missed those ones. <laughs> Apparently they came on the market last year or something. I, I don't know. Now these sneakers are available on today. It says Monday. Today. A limited amount. 666 pairs are available. Guess how much they cost, guys? The Satan sneakers. $1,018. Who's paying $1,000 for a pair of Nike Air Maxes? For... <laughs> Are you out of your mind? They contain one drop of human blood, it says, in each sneaker. <laughs> Whose blood is it? Be walking around with sneakers that contain human blood. I don't even know whose blood it is. Look, at we're living in a world of viruses. You want us to just buy sneakers and walk around with sneakers that have a stranger's blood in them? Now, in a statement to the New York Times, Nike says that they're not involved in this stupid project. They claim they don't have a relationship with this little Nas X or that company MSCHF. Nike did not design or release these shoes, and they do not endorse them. And it is not the blood of any of their employees they want you to know. <laughs> I added that last part. The shoes caused an uproar on social media this past week, though, reigniting debate about satanic imagery in music. And if that's OK, yeah. It, it, hello. <laughs> what about the misogynistic imagery that's in rap music that's been going on for 25 years? Has anyone? <laughs> no one's in an uproar about that. No, no, no. The Satan part, which is completely fantastic. We don't like Satan in the video, but we're, we're okay with all those half-naked women being treated like shite. <laughs> being treated like objects in a rap video. We're okay with that. How dare you give Satan a lap dance? Now, one of these basketball players, uh, Nick Young, referred to Little Nas X's big hit when he wrote, My kids will never play Old Town Road again. I guess he's very excited. So Little Nas X is famous for that Old Town Road song, which I never liked. I thought it was really ridiculous and simple and uh, sounded like it was written by a second grader. But people were into it, and this guy made a lot of money. And now, you know, 
To my disappointment, he's going to make a lot of money off these stupid sneakers. I just can't even... What am I doing recording this podcast in a closet? I should just go make sneakers made out of horse crap. I don't even know. I don't, you know, it's just ridiculous. Now, there's somebody in here who's a religious individual who's very disgusted about this whole thing. And here's a quote from this person. Somehow little Nas X thinks that satanic worship should be mainstream and normal. I don't think there have been better candidates to cancel than little Nas X. And these damn sneakers. Our kids are being told that this kind of product is not only okay, it's exclusive. Do you know what's more exclusive? They're God-given eternal soul. We are in a fight for the soul of our nation. We need to fight hard and we need to fight smart. We have to win. <laughs> that, by the way, that was a governor of some state. Uh, very, very passionate about how much we're fighting for our souls as a nation. We need to fight hard to not buy these sneakers. I'll tell you, I, I don't have to fight hard at all not to buy $1,000 sneakers. To me... It's not a fight at all. I really only want to fight for one thing and one thing only, and that is an answer to the question, whose blood is in these sneakers? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. A Filipino man had a knife lodged in his body for 14 months after being stabbed without realizing it. <laughs> I don't know how this happens, but let's find out. Let's find out if how, what the circumstances are. You, you could be stabbed and not even know that it happened. A man in the Philippines had a knife stuck inside his body for more than a year after he was stabbed without realizing it, without even realizing the knife was there. This idiot, Kent Ryan Tamao, you say Tamao, I say Tamao. He was stabbed by a group of teenagers January 20th. He was taken to a government hospital for treatment, but the treating physician allegedly stitched up the wound, gave him painkillers, but didn't take an x-ray. Uh... Bad decision because a four inch, 10 centimeter blade was still lodged inside his body right next to his rib cage. Who is this doctor? Oh, it's a Filipino doctor. You can't count on these guys. Tamao said he occasionally felt pain in his chest when the weather was cold. <laughs> really? Did you set off some metal detectors as well, buddy? <laughs> Got a knife stuck in your chest? How? Oh, that Filipino insurance. It's just no good, man. So he said he had pain in his chest. Uh, it wasn't bad enough for him to see a doctor, though. This guy's a man. Really a man. I mean, a knife breaks off in your chest and you just keep going through it. Turns out he played professional rugby throughout all this. No, I'm just kidding. He says, uh, I just waited for the pain to pass. I thought it might pass. 14 months after he was stabbed, he had to pass a pre-employment medical test for a new job in the mining industry. Oh, this guy is such a man. He's going to go mining with a piece of a knife stuck in his chest. Yeah, they don't make them like this anymore, these men. <laughs> just mining in general. Can you imagine being a miner? There's like a 25% chance you're just going to be buried at your job one of these days. Oh, an avalanche is happening. A rock slide is happening. It's just a matter of when. This guy's like, no, yeah, I can do that job. Also, I've been stabbed a few times. I don't give a shit. 
So anyways, he goes to this pre-employment medical test screening. They take an x-ray. It reveals the knife just inches away from his lungs. <laughs> this guy's like, oh, no wonder why every time I smoked a hookah, it hurt. I had no idea there was a knife in my chest. Now I'm relieved that I know the real problem and all the pain I've had recently. Now, Tamao said he had no intention of suing the hospital that treated him. Why? I would sue them right away. I would be at a lawyer right now. He intends to return there to have the knife surgically removed. He's going to go back to the original doctor to have it removed. Are you go? Are you stupid? The original doctor. <laughs> Tamao. My goodness, I feel like you're making terrible decisions in life. Don't work in the mine. Don't go back to the hospital that left a knife in your chest after a stabbing. Tamal said he hoped the hospital would offer to perform the procedure for free. You hope? You demand it if you're going there. You demand it. <laughs> he says he's unable to afford the operation. Of course not. You're out of work. You're trying to get a job in a mine. Here's one more quote from this overly understanding man. I will not press charges. I just want them to remove the knife from my chest so I can start working in my new company. This guy is like, my goodness, he's a hospital's dream. <laughs> a doctor's dream. No lawsuits here. He just wants to work at his mining company. Please take the knife out of my chest so I could just go to work. And please do it for free. Yeah, dude, go to a lawyer, bro. Anybody know this guy? I don't think I have any listeners in the Philippines. Man, I, I just, guys like this, they're just like the nicest people in the world. They don't deserve this. They deserve a helping hand. They deserve a, a little lift in life. You go tomorrow. You get that job. Praying for you, bro. The first time I heard you. Whoa, you sounded so weird. Hi, everybody. I'm your host, Jonesy. Thank you for your support. Hope you had a nice weekend, guys. Seriously. Seriously, guys. Thanks for the Florida Friday stories that you sent me. That was super helpful. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the Friday episode. It was a doozy. Hope you had a lovely weekend as well. Uh, I got some nice weather in L.A. I was able to... Uh, be outside for a bit and just loving it man southern california weather right now is just killing it killing it i'm sorry i didn't mean to rub it in the faces of those of you who live in terrible weather places i apologize please forgive me let me switch gears and give thanks let's give let us give thanks to a new patron named deb deb j goot deb <laughs> she just joined the patreon thank you deb deb goot what a cool name Deb J. Goot is now a member of the Patreon. Please enjoy all the extra weird content that is lying therein. The Patreon. Deb Goot. Uh, I posted something last night. Combination of Pepsi and Marshmallow Peeps. Oh, I piqued your curiosity. Well, why don't you join the Patreon and find out what the hell that is? <laughs> uh, thank you, Deb Goot, for joining the Patreon. I appreciate all my patrons. They're, they're wonderful supporters of the show. And they're a nice little group of all-stars in there. And uh, we have lovely conversations in there. And I love sharing things with everybody in there. I put up like three posts a week on average, um, sometimes more. So, And I'm going to be recording a bonus episode tomorrow with another comedian friend of mine. I'm going to put that in there. That'll be by the end of the week. You'll get that. So please enjoy the bonus episodes, Deb. There's probably 30 hours of bonus 
episodes in there, just bonus episodes alone. It's worth joining the Patreon. Um, and I do those bonus episodes, not alone, not like the podcast. It's with somebody else. So it's, it's, it's just different. It's, and, and, you know, some of these people are funnier than me, so it's great. Bring it on my funny friends. Um, and I'll have another one t- uh, that I record with tomorrow. So that'll be great. I also got a, this is really cool. I got a review from someone that loves the podcast, apparently in Brazil. I didn't know I had any fans in Brazil. Eric, Eric from Brazil gave me a five-star rating and wrote, uh, this is in Portuguese, I assume. I'm going to try and I'm going to read it here. Can anyone translate this for me? Eric, if you're listening, please email me a translation of this. Uh, excuse me. Uh, it's called Sensacional. I think I sen- said that correctly. And I think that means sensational. And what I mean, tremendous title of this review. Sensacional. Podcast extremamente interesante e muito engraçado. O Jonesy e Otimo. Boa forma de começar o dia. I have no idea what the hell I just said there. Um, I think it's it means this podcast is extremely interesting and funny, lovable. Jonesy is hilarious, and I recommend this every day. I listen every day. How about that? Something like that. Did I get it right, Eric? Eric from Brazil. Please write me, Eric. Eric from Brazil. My email is funnyjones at gmail dot com, or follow me on Instagram at funnyjones and reach out to me. I want to know who you are. Say what's up. I want to have a conversation with this Eric, Eric from Brazil. I, I probably have about four listeners in South America. I know I got somebody in Colombia. That was fairly recent. That's pretty sweet. So uh, I think I got someone in Peru as well. I mean, around the world, baby. Although my podcast is in English, I mean, it, apparently it's enjoyable in these other places, which I never thought it would be. I never thought I would have someone in Brazil listening to this podcast. It's just unbelievable to me. It just really blows me away. I'm not even impressed. I'm not impressed with myself at all. I'm I'm just, I'm baffled. I'm completely baffled that anyone even likes this. <laughs> you know, I just sit in my closet and talk shit. And then people around the world are like, sensacional. Unbelievable. I never thought in a million years anything I did would be sensacional from Brazil. God, I'm grateful. So grateful. Thank you, Eric, for writing me, giving me hope. <laughs> Making me keep going, brother. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to review the show somewhere, that would be helpful. Uh, you can also join the Patreon. Yeah, check it out. Join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Weird AF News. Support the show. Come on, do it. You love it. And uh, that's about it. Oh, also, lastly, if you'd like to call the show, 646-450-2012. Love you. Talk to you later.